We, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. You restore my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. Yea, though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff. Some people over there quiet. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are. But many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the God of that scripture. Welcome to The Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Last week, we opened up something um, that was earth-shattering for me. This idea that God designed us to function in spite of our nakedness. That thing hit me so hard, Sonia, man. I've been sitting on that from last week. That God had Adam and Eve in the garden and didn't clothe them. He says, I know all the things that are you, but still work from this place. I don't have a problem with your nakedness. I need you to say that. Say this. Say, God doesn't have a problem with my nakedness. This is important for you to understand that God is not offended, God is not bothered, God is not turned off by all of your inefficiencies, all of your inadequacies, all of your dysfunctions, and some of us got plenty. If I ask you to lift your hand um, to indicate the level of your dysfunction, some of you are going to need to go octopus. You need but six, seven more hands. Me too, glory to God. I got a lot of dysfunctions. I got a lot of things that I can't let you all see because if I let you all see, you can't handle them. There's a lot of things. You, I got to keep clothes on around you all, stay in, in, in the realm that we are in, because you, you can't, your neighbor can't handle your nakedness. That's why you don't open the door for everybody late at night. Like when you need to get wine down. I, I tell you some time ago, those of y'all who date, and I tell you, some of y'all don't need to date with food. Go on a date where there's no food involved, because when you eat, you start exposing yourself. You know I write. Don't let you eat your belly full. Eating with a a belly full is almost like being drunk. Anything come out your mouth. You say all kind of stuff that you're supposed to say. You expose all kind of secret that wasn't nobody's business. And when you're driving home again, you'll be like, I can't believe I tell them what I just tell them. Because you're belly full. Right? But God has no problem with our truth, and actually, he invites us to come back to the place of the Garden of Eden where we stop trying to hide from him because he wants us to function from a place of being fully exposed. Now, that's a challenge for us because we are extremely self-conscious. And then... There's a devil that will say to us, as he said to Eve, 
better put on some clothes. You're naked. Because don't forget now, God says, I, I, this, I'm, I'm recapping, I'm recapping. God says to Eve, Adam, he says, who told you you was naked? God was not bothered by the fact that he was naked because God made him naked. The problem was, who made you naked conscious? Who made you live life? Who told you that your nakedness limits you? Let's go through them. Let's go through them. Ready, go. What? What else? What else? Uh-huh. 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 All us got plenty on them. And God says, I want you to function in the face of these. I don't want you to allow them to determine how you live your life. And that is totally antithetical to the enemy's plan. The enemy wants you to constantly see these so that when God gives you instruction, you tell God, these are the reasons why I can't function in what you told me to function in. And I want you to understand this. That every time you struggle with a word that God has given you, you struggle to keep a word that God has given you, is because of one of these. I, I can't walk in this. I can't make this happen. I don't see how this can happen. I, I, I can't see this. Make, I don't have enough money for this. I, I don't have the ability. I, I mess up too much. I made too many mistakes. I'm not qualified. You, you have all of these things that will play on you, and they work in contravention to what God has spoken over your life. Are y'all still here? Okay, so I want to pick up from right there, and let's, let's see if we, can, if we can go a little, a little deeper in this word to understand how we get past this. Let me read some things. This, I like this. It sounds good. The devil created a naked consciousness which resulted in man reasoning from the reality or from the consciousness of who we are and our limited ability, while God's intent was to have man reason from the consciousness of who he is and what he said. One more time. The devil wants us function based on who we are and our limitations, while God wants us to function on who he is and what he said. Once God says something, we function from that. You are never supposed to take what God says and then look at you to determine whether you can accept what God says. You were never supposed to be the point of confirmation for a word of God. It was never supposed to say, let me see if this word fit right on me. Let me see what the doctor says before I can believe this word. Mm, 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 mm. You are never supposed to consider to allow the word of God to pass through the filter of you. You're supposed to make you pass through the filter of the word of God. Does that make sense? We, we calculate how will this word manifest based on me. And the question is, who asks you? Who asks you whether you could do it? Who cares? Who, who asked you how much more time you have left? Because we like to tell God what time it is 
and how this can happen in this short window. Because obviously God don't know that you are 39. Preach that, sir. Obviously, God doesn't know the reality of your situation, so we got to remind God, God, you do realize that I divorced, right? As though he wasn't in the courtroom. <laughs> or, God, you do realize who I'm married to. As though he wasn't in the church. Or the office. Or the beach. Wherever you get married. Wherever. <laughs> your, your reality means nothing to God. This is so simple but so earth shattering. Your circumstances means nothing to God. Your bank account means nothing to God. His word cancels all of the above. Hmm. I discovered something some years ago um, from Mark 11, and I've, I, I touched it one time, and I remember in the Wong's Plaza, um, when I preached on this, but of course I didn't have this revelation of faith that I have now. Um, it's from Mark 11, and I believe it is verse number 22. Here's what it says. Let's read it together. Ready, read. Uh -huh. One more time. And Jesus answering, saith unto them, have faith in God. This thing I was studying one time to make another point, and I looked at this word, have, and this thing jacked me up. And what are this can tie into what we're talking about, because I told you that God is not concerned about our nakedness. This word have to me, when I read this, one of the definitions of the word have, as used in this context, means to put on like a garment. Oh, God, the back row, ain't missed what I just said. One of the definitions of the word have means to put on like a piece of clothing. So what God is saying, what Jesus is saying here, Jesus is saying, dress yourself. Dress yourself in the faith of God. When you get up in the morning and you finish brushing your teeth and fixing your hair and all that kind of good stuff, he says, don't you walk out the house without putting on faith. Faith is supposed to be a garment that we wear. We actually wear faith. We said this on Monday night where the Bible says, behold, that faith is supposed to be seen. And when you have on the garment of faith, it is visible. You know someone walking in faith by their attitude. They exude a certain confidence, a certain joy, a certain laughter. Glory to God. If I were to interview your co-workers, would they confirm you walking in faith? Amen. 
If I were to talk to the people that live in your house, would they be able to confirm that you're walking in faith? Because people walking in faith are not typically sour. I don't know if y'all like me. When you see me buy clothes, and, uh, and uh, it's time for me to wear the new clothes, I smile in the mirror. There's somebody wearing new clothes that has made me happy. It's not like when you pull a tiger, off. oh man, you pull that tiger off. Because see, now this is the one you didn't try on because you know how to fit. This is the one you guess it. Now the ones you, you buy, you guess it. You don't have to really, you don't have to can't, ex- when, you, when you're my size, you don't have to can't when You're praying like, Lord, please, Lord. I hope I ain't wasting my money. See, because nothing to be my size, we don't like changing rooms. It's very awkward. Just be tight. So when you're my size, we don't try and close. We just, we just buy by faith. You're all the one. We buy by faith. We, yeah. We hope for the best. Like, I hope this works out. But when you didn't try that on, you know that I can fit. And you know, this the Sunday, you can kill the whole church. I can, I can, like, all, all the G, they're coming for them. All them, they're coming, all they pretty close. They're all robbing them. I got them. I got them. You didn't plan this. You didn't, you didn't pre-order that weave. Yes, sir. Because you make it sure, because you need that weave to go with this day, because they can know me today. Who don't know my name can know me today. They can know me. They can know. Someone can ask me where I get this from, and I can tell them. I can tell them nothing, because I don't want to know my spot. If you didn't plan that, I come in to kill them this morning. It's not like when you put that. When, there's a joy that comes on you. God says that happens every day when you put on faith. Hmm. He says, every day you put on faith, that's what happens. When you put that thing on you, ooh. Ooh. Ooh, you just start smiling. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was this close. I was this close. I was this close while I was off um, two weeks ago. I was going to do it, but you're always going to catch it. I was this close to buying me a pinky in the brain shape. Because Delta found one that fit me, and I was Delta saying, Delta say, Delta said, get it, man. I said, well, Delta, man, I ain't no man. This is the piggy, the bread. I was like, I won't wear this shade so bad, and the night would have been the night. Because when you put on that faith, what we can do today, brain? <laughs> Pinky, we can do the same thing we did yesterday. We can try to take over the world. Lord Jesus, man. That's that's what happens when you put. I really should have bought the shirt, Delton. I apologize, Delton. Delton had it. Delton put it in the trolley. He said, "Get the shirt, boy." And I panic. I panic. I got scared because the piggy was so big. <laughs> it was so big, man. I was like, "Man, I can't do this. They can laugh at me." <sighs> so, man, that's what happened when you put on faith, and that's why That's why their nakedness didn't bother God because all He saw was their faith. How you can say that? How you can say Adam and Eve had faith? Because 
He actually never had to question them. They were functioning fully in alignment with him. Whatever he said, they did. They trusted him so much that they didn't look at nothing, didn't consider nothing else. They were just doing what God says. They were dressed in faith. That's why their nakedness was never a problem. He wasn't trying, he didn't worry about them being holy. He just wanted them to stay in faith. Church folk want you to stay holy. God says, I want you to stay in faith. Because if you stay in faith, you'll be holy. But holiness don't put you in faith. I know a lot of people that was living right, walking right, serving God, living clean, living pure, but living broke and living sick and living bothered. But based on what we saw, they were holy. No one could live. They was like, they, oh my God, that's a good example. Jesus is a good example. Go to Luke chapter ah. One, could God Almighty, I come in in a second. Here's what it says. Uh, Luke chapter 1 and verse 6. Luke 1 verse, actually let's go from verse, verse 5. Luke 1 verse 5. Read this. We're talking about being holy. Holiness don't give you faith. So you could be dead holy and still are walking in faith and your holy life Call, you, could, you could live a holy life and have no manifestation. And go to heaven and find out that you missed heaven on earth. And if we be honest, a lot of our, of our forefathers, a lot of our parents, a lot of our grandparents, they lived amazing life. We wish we lived the kind of life they lived. They lived good life. Say amen to that. A lot of us, are, they live impeccable lives. They serve God right. But none of us envy their life. Come on, talk the truth now. Talk the truth. You, 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 want, you want to like be able to keep your tongue like them and stop cussing? You want to live pure the way they live pure? You want to love God? Some of us, some of us, Lord God, I still pre- believe in God for the prayer mantle that funds that. Because that man get to praying, good God Almighty, like the whole earth would shake. But my God, when you look at their, the level, the hard work they had to go through. The struggle and the suffering, if we be honest, we don't want that. Watch this now. Let's read it. Let's read it. That's, that's verse, I, said, I, I thought I said go back to four. I said five or four. Five? Let's go, read it. Say five. There, no, let's go to five. You good. There was in the days of Herod, let's read, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias. He was a priest. He was a man of God with a D. Man of God of the course of a beer. And his wife was of the daughters of Aaron. Lord God, she saved too. Because of the daughters of Aaron, Aaron was the priest. That means there's two priests. Man of God and woman of God. These, these anointed vessels of God, y'all. Let's keep on reading. Her name was Lizzie. Go to verse number six. And they were what? My God, both two of them was righteous. What else about them? They was right before God. What else? Walking in all the commandments. My God, they didn't bear false witness. They wasn't covetous. They was keeping the Sabbath day holy. Lord God, they was keeping all the commandments. And that's we want. we want to live like that. Keep on reading. 
and ordinances of the Lord. They was going to church. They was given to the cookout, the stakeout. They was doing. They was dating Miss Communion. They was. They was keeping the ordinances of the Lord. And what? They was what? Blameless. I need everyone in here that someone will call you blameless and lift your hand right now. That if we were to interrogate your life, we will come up with this word about us. Be blameless. As, as critical, as dogmatic, as judgmental as the people were in this day. Don't forget that this is the days of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Amidst all that judgment and condemnation, these two had the testimony that they were what? They were blameless. They had nothing on them. But read the next verse. What did it say? And they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren and they both were now well stricken in years. Old people stricken in years. Blameless and old. That means they maintain the good, righteous lifestyle to their old age. And yet still in their old age, they barren. Because holiness don't bring manifestation. I know church people. That's why I got to preach this. I, I got to preach in my church. Because if you carry this on the road, they'll throw rock at you. They will park you with rock. If you ever say this, you will never preach in their church again. Holiness does not bring manifestation because if it did, glory to God, they would have not been in this condition. I know you want to live right, walk right, talk right, be right, everything right. That don't bring manifestation. But the, the same Bible they read says this, but without faith. It's impossible to please God. Yes, they had faith. How they can have faith? And when the angel says, I am come for thy words, um, Zachariah says, not me. Read your Bible. It's a good book. I ain't got time to go read the whole text. But when you finish reading this text, the angel says, I am come. You've been praying. I am come for you. And Zachariah says, not me. God can't do this for me. You know how old I is? And here's the crazy part. Here's the crazy part. Robin, here's the crazy part. He was not quitting ministry. In other words, he was comfortable living without manifestations. At no point did Zachariah say, I'm done with this foolishness. He, I don't know what's worse. How fast we give up or how long they suffer with a manifestation. I know, I really battling between the two. Because on the one side, you get us, we, we can't stand nothing. We give up to now. We pray for six months, it don't happen. Don't give up on God, he won't give up on you, I gone. <laughs> whoa, 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 I out. <laughs> He's able, I out of here. I gone. I don't know what's worse, Malika, or the ones that get stricken in years. And still faithful, but faithless. 
Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the CH Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.